Hey guys, it's Mio here, your host for Hot Issue, What's for Lunch? Hot Issue is a show under Act Now Community Mobile App where we dive deep into community issues happening around us with our invited guests representing their respective professions. Now, for today, what are we having for lunch? Let's find out. Happy Friday, folks! It is Friday, it is finally here, and I'm together with you guys on this glorious Friday afternoon, bringing to you live Hot Issue Act Now What's for Lunch. I think I got that mixed up. Act Now Hot Issue What's for Lunch. It's Friday, guys. Do forgive me. Yelah, dah fikir pasal weekend, kan? Kita dah fikir pasal masa untuk ketenangan, untuk kita chillax, untuk kita hang out with your family members uh, and, and you know, spread some love. Don't spread germs, don't spread the virus, but spread some love all around. As always, thank you guys so much for watching us right now live on the Act Now Trooper Facebook page. Make sure you guys like, comment and share uh, this video because we believed and we truly, truly believe that, you know, the contents of whatever it is that we are sharing, not just today, every Monday, Wednesday and Friday are all beneficial, not just to you, but to everyone out there as well. So, tekan butang share. Tekan. Tekan sekarang. Tekan. Okay? Okay. Um, yeah, and also, uh, also, and also, don't forget you uh, to... Yeah, to uh, uh, download the Act Now mobile community app, which is a wonderful app, which is a magical app on your Google Play Store as well as the Apple App Store because it can do so much wonderful things for you to show your kindness, your kindness, your attention to your community, making sure that everything is all hunky-dory, everything is all okay and grand. One person who's always grand, yang sentiasa megah, yang sentiasa tinggi di kayangan apabila dia bersemang, tapi bersemang ada isi lah. Yaitu Mr. Melvin Lam. Hey Melvin, what's up? Hi, it's good to see you. Why, why face so frowny? One is Friday, smile a bit lah. Uh, what's, good, what's good? Friday is every day is the same to me. <laughs> Life the same. I'm no, why I'm, I have a long face? I'm just anticipating what a number today. Ah. What's a number today? Yeah. It's, uh, it's Friday, we're going to be happy with the numbers. <laughs> Oh, you anticipated that the numbers will go up to about 22k, right? You say by the yeah, end of the week. I say by by Friday it will hit up to um, 20,000, which is close. Yesterday was 19,000. Yeah, yesterday was 19. Yeah, I, 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 kalau... I, I, don't ask me for 4D number. <laughs> so 4D requires four numbers only, ma. You this one got five numbers, so I think you're safe. So <laughs> I, I think it's very very fine. Ah, uh, bukannya kita nak menggalakkan anda untuk berjudi itu Melvin suka hati dia apa nak buat. Tapi saya tak galakkan sebenarnya untuk anda berjudi untuk beli 4D number. But whatever it is, we do hope that regardless of whatever the numbers are showing, whatever the numbers are uh, representing, we really do hope that you guys are really taking care of yourselves. Again, kita Malaysians, we are very responsible people. Make sure you follow all the SOPs. Make sure you follow all the due diligence. And uh, janganlah sesuka hati uh, nak party ke sana sini. Lagi-lagi dah lah. Uh, can weekend. I add on something? Can I add on yeah. something new to the SOP? Sure. Please have your common sense. <laughs> Imagine that. Common sense you, act, you actually have to put inside the SOP kan? The SOP yang ke-10 uh, harap anda ada common sense. Because apparently it's not common anymore. Itu masalahnya, Marvin. Nah, itulah. Letihlah kita cerita nak pasal common sense But tak apa, kita harapkan semua orang Semua hebat-hebat, semuanya pandai, bijak, belaka Tak payah nak belajar sampai ke overseas I believe that everyone is smart enough 
to think of themselves and as well as their loved ones. Okay, let's dive right. into today's topic. Jangan kita nak bagi uh, Melvin frown je panjang sangat muka dia tu. Bagi dia senyum. Nah, I slim down. Tapi down. my face is a bit long now. Oh, <laughs> wow. There you go. Self-pat on the back. Okay. Yeah. Kalau you all rasa Melvin dah kurus, make sure you... I pat myself. Kalau you all rasa Melvin dah kurus, make sure you guys actually give out a comment down there. Betul ke Melvin dah kurus? Berhasil tak dia punya intermittent fasting tu? We want to know your comments on that. But one thing's for sure, jumping into the first topic in hand, we want to discuss you guys about how the climate has been really, really scary lately, has been crazy lately. Uh, pertukaran cuaca kejap sejuk, kejap panas, kejap banjir, kejap kemarau and whatnot. And we want to share with you guys, it has been reported by the Department of Environment, DOE, they have actually gave out a warning in saying that the public uh, has uh, has been reminded has been reminded not to conduct open burning activities in the current hot and dry weather as the country is experiencing the second phase of the northeast monsoon until mid March. But before Melvin, you cakap apa? Kenapa the public has to be reminded not to conduct open burning. Aren't they not supposed to do uh, open burning even though you, uh, it's not hot season? Uh, we have received a lot of reports. Even in the city, they still practice open fire in their own backyard. You know, we're talking mm. about not rural areas. Or, 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 we're talking about in the cities itself. We have received numerous reports. And I don't know why these people... And I tell you, most of these people, I'm not saying about my era, probably it's a mostly senior, who like to open fire. They say, oh, it's um, it's good. They will chase away the mosquitoes. Um, and some of them tell me uh, they will use it as fertilizer. What they do, they, they those especially with the compound, uh, they, was, they have trees, leaf branches. They compose them and then they will lit it in fire in the evening. And then mm-hmm. your, I have, uh, yeah, we have report neighbors are actually complaining because all those hay smokes and healthy uh, particulars fly over to their homes. Mm-hmm. You know, they, yeah. they will probably rest, in, you know, on the tables and all this. After that, they'll find it all the, a layer of dust. So, that, so it's very inconsiderate. And um, I mean, it really been a warning uh, to us, no open fire, but somehow people... Still practice, you know why, uh, Mio? Because they say they do it in the evening. They would not be uh, the enforcement people would not work in the evening. They would get eight, escape. That is the mentality. I do it seven eight o'clock. They already home ready. The enforcement the office is closed. So basically, but, but who will the... report in the evening? Who, who will answer the phone? So, but bear in mind, we have at now now. They will take a video or photograph of you with the locations and address that will serve as evidence to the majorists or to the authorities that you have done it. I've actually had a conversation with, uh, I mean, this was uh, years before. Um, the, one of the reasons why, okay, we're talking about kawasan perumahan di bandar lah. Again, in PG, in Damansara, in KL, wherever it is, especially in housing areas. Why they actually, you know, burn all these leaves and all this dahan, all this nanting, all this wood and whatnot. Their reason behind it is that, oh, kalau kita nak tunggu majlis, nanti tiga bulan baru dia nak datang. Dia orang bukan datang selalu. So, I might as well settle this right now. If not, imagine if you do your gardening every week and if like, you know, there's no proper people to actually come and collect it, it will go higher and higher. Hence why they think that they're helping out 
uh, the government uh, by saving money uh, in employing all these people to do their work. So might as well they just burn all the uh, you know right leads and whatnot. So yeah, that was the sense that they 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 made back then. Do do you think uh, it makes sense? Now it's different. I mean, for housing estates, rubbish and uh, they will have probably alternate day to pick up your rubbish and find a house that the, the rubbish mm-hmm. bins. For those like trees and um, branches, they were picked up. Uh, I think once a week because we have spoken to the uh, like KDB around Fora. Uh, they, for all these like uh, branches, leaves and all those uh, where people where the the suit sweepers actually compo one side, they were picked up one, at least once a week. Mm-hmm. No. but those people who who burn all these things are from their own compound. I've seen mm-hmm. that they actually and it um it's not they don't take the efforts actually to pack it and put in a bin. Actually, when you it's, it's, let's say you you have house you have gardens and all this right, you just pack it and then just dispose it in the right in the in in the bin. They don't. They will just gather it. And they do their own uh, what call that smoke dance or whatever it is barbecue. <laughs> this is a habit. It's they enjoy doing such things because yeah. most of the, those people that tell me that oh it's actually um, to it's more like a reason that oh, mosquitoes that's a lot in my area. So this one will chase away the mosquitoes. That's always, mm-hmm. always the, 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 the excuse they give, you know. Yeah. So um, but it's not right because you you might like it, but your neighbors might not like it. Mm-hmm. Especially now, uh, meal. Let's say your neighbor's doing that in the evening. You have your baby now. Mm-hmm. It's not good for the baby. You always like to use me as your example, lah. Okay, yeah, because I anyone who have families <laughs> would have very those who have families, young ones, especially young ones, or even old ones, old old, old, old parents and how you don't want to get those so called uh so called air that is polluted air. Yeah. You don't want to inhale the smoke, lah. Basically, right. Unless mm. those people who are cigarette smokers would never bother. <laughs> they might as well just stand beside the open fire burning and just like sit there like, oh, this is <laughs> yeah. like, he was he would he would save a stick or two. <laughs> just yeah, perhaps so. No, I mean like no, I, I totally get where you're coming from. I mean, like, yeah, of course, because we live in a world, I mean, again, during my father's time, obviously during your time, okay, like you younger than my father, lah. But again, during those just years. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's how we 70s, 80s, uh, 70s, 80s and whatnot. Yeah, a lot of people are doing this because, again, there were lack of enforcements. There were lack of, uh, you know, services in which that uh, responsible parties, they were supposed to clean up all these things. It is true that you are saying right now, I notice in my neighborhood at least, uh, there's one specific lorry that actually comes around once a week to collect uh, all of the, you know, like mode lawn shavings or, or like dried leaves. But it needs to be packed in properly because you cannot expect these people to suddenly just go around and just pick up every stick and every down that they find on the floor and just chug it into the lorry. It needs to be kept nicely. It needs to be disposed properly. For them, at least we are making it easier for them. Counterpart about this, nanti ala malas lah. I nak kena susun, nak kena buang, nanti rugi plastik. So they are giving out all of these excuses because the i mean for the for, for the easiness of themselves they're very smart they, they? Uh, they can't compare to yesterday years you can say oh ancient times it's no people pick up garbage <laughs> it's what they do you know they burn but then because our, our populations has increased our area density has increased especially in the city so yeah. what you do it will affect others let's say you're still in the kampong you're probably your every your your neighbors is probably uh, uh, an acre or two acres away mm-hmm 
probably that's yeah. less severe. Yeah, you know? correct. But our cases that report uh, that received to or at now is actually in the cities themselves, itself. You know, mm-hmm. in KL especially, we have few cases that happens in in Colombo in the city, uh, in some area that actually capture through their windows of the condo the area where it is every evening. This reporter actually every other night will just give us a, a highlights, a report that nah, they're burning at this hour. <laughs> you know, Yo, you know like, like you see lah. I mean, like if it's quite specific, maybe it's a ritual of some sort. Maybe Dora nak sembah asap. Ke, you know, I, so I have no idea. They, they it's helpful because we we actually tell the enforcement come to the area at that specific hour because then at some enforcement come okay in the morning and that done everything is already done already. You know, they will start yeah. in the evening. So we have to tell them okay, this is the time they usually have the open fire. <laughs> yeah, it, it is something that we need to really be mindful of. And I just want to share again from this article, those convicted, siapa yang ditangkap tu, oh, yeah. especially kita kena tangkap orang yang pukul 7.8 yang bakar sampah tu, those convicted of committing open burning can be fined up to, get this, half a million ringgit. Okay, 500,000 ringgit, 500,000 ringgit or jail for a term not exceeding five years or both under section 29A of the Environmental Quality Act 1974. Uh, adding that compounds of up to 2,000 ringgit can be imposed for each offence. You're talking about you bakar uh, yeah. sampah secara suka hati, you can be fined and jailed up to five years and 500,000 ringgit. Wow. Talk yeah. about it, the government. Yeah, very tough penalty. And we also want to remind people out there to end on this story, to end on this note, the fire, uh, the department also urged the public to report, apart from using Act Now Mobile Community App, because it is a wonderful app, you can also report it to the Fire and Rescue Department at 999, or you can actually call the DOE's uh, toll line free number, or you can go to eaduan.doe.gov.my. If we do see a fire, uh, please call 3.94 for faster actions. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's about like Amal, they, want to program it, they want to uh, uh, to teach your neighbor whoever a lessons. You can actually report to Act Now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Or you can do both. You call Bomber dulu. You telephone ah, Bomber yeah. dulu, and then you ambil gamma to Act Now. At least you 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 call Bomber already. So yeah. that's yeah. Very, yeah, have double uh, protections. <laughs> there you go. Macam booster shot pula kan? Do you have two vaccines? Yeah, that will be four time, fifth time. We never know. <laughs> speaking about the booster shot, speaking about vaccines, we, right. you know, now we segue into the second topic that we want to highlight. It has been reported as early as uh, yesterday, I believe. Yeah, yesterday. Has uh, begin, or should I say to begin COVID-19 vaccinations. Oh yeah, guys, just a quick break from the show. If you have not downloaded Act Now Community Mobile App on your mobile phone, quickly do so because you can report any sort of community issues and we will highlight it to the local councils or relevant authorities. It's all free and super user-friendly to make your reports. Let's improve our beloved neighbourhood together. And now, let's get back to the show. For children between the age of 5 to 11 in schools nationwide from Monday, this is according to the Deputy Minister of Health, Dato Dr. Noor Azmi Ghazali, to uh, further progress the National COVID-19 Immunization Program for children. I give this a thumbs up, two thumbs up actually, Mavin. What yes, do you think? It's very important. Uh, they try to hit 70% targets uh, with to receive first dose for the first two months and complete the second dose uh, 
between six months because now because you know the numbers has increased uh even though of course um uh it's very omnicon is milder and um even though they stay touch 19,000, 0.5% is actually on category 3, 4, 5. Uh, but then it spread faster. So children mm-hmm. are very vulnerable, very young. They could have this spread to them. You know, uh, probably it's, it, it, it's, it's less severe. It's, everyone says it's less severe. But the children are, are uh, so-called um, the resistance level. The body resistance level probably is less because they have not have their jab. So it's good they have the jab and it's good that they go to the school uh, it's much convenient for the parents and uh, let's say now school i think they still have uh, the morning sessions or afternoon sessions so you can actually do it faster you know yeah each daira will send their own the, the the team there and go to the school yeah and, and i totally support this because why well, let me share you my experience because i have brought actually my daughter down she's 11 by the way i have brought her down to the uh ppv pusat pemberian vaccine down in kota damansara uh, in which that there were so many people, not just kids, adults, obviously. I mean, like the, the parents who actually, you know, brought them along. And these parents, they don't just come by themselves, even though they have been advised to only come with one parent. But, you know, you're talking about kids, especially Lima, Nam Tahun, still too young. So both parents actually come to give moral support and everything. There's just so many people. Granted, they have like, you know, schedules and whatnot, but still, there's so many people. There's so many people mixing, yeah. interacting and whatnot. So by doing so, by implementing this in schools, we can see you have actually cut the number of people already in half or even maybe uh, one uh, two-thirds of it because only children's teachers as well as the uh, member staff of the Kementerian Kesehatan of the Minister of Health will be True. around to administer this jab. Also because, I mean, like, but, but people, they need to know as well, this is not compulsory. We have to reiterate this. This is not compulsory for kids uh, between the ages of 5 to 11 because parents still have the final say whether they give permission or not, whether the kids can be vaccinated or not. So that's the whole thing, lah, uh, Melvin. Well, um, it's sad to say not everyone is very cooperative or believe in vaccinations. Mm. Uh, but uh, actually, it's actually proven. Uh, even though we have a very alarming uh, number, I mean, which before Chinese do it, and now it's jumped from 4,000 plus now to close to 19 today. We sure touched 20,000. But the as I say just now, the, the severe case is only representing 0.5 percent. Yep, but imagine if we are not vaccinated or we don't have a booster, it could be a different cases. So, yep. it, it, I mean, it's not they, the arguments of some of these adults or these parents say, Oh, then it's still have it, but then it's a very more cases like approved yeah yeah but the now just think if you do not have the vaccination you'll be probably on your way to the grave yet no that's why we have been always telling people you need to outweigh the good and the bad everything yes. that goes into our body makanan pun lah sekalipun your mcdonald's your kfc for goodness sake there are risk factors about that you know that obesity happens because we consume a lot of fast foods and everything but oh okay tak apalah, it's fine i can see the McDonald's. same thing same remember thing. this time we talked about uh when we were center six we have to take our jab bcg yep correct it's not in school still. Yeah, yeah, still. And, and, and yeah, it's, it's the same thing now. You reject in school, and no parents, you don't have to worry that you have to be in, in, in the weakness with the with the, your child in the school. And then, if everyone will bring their parents, then it will be the whole school will be congested again. Yeah, leave it to your, your the uh, the teacher. Um, 
the medical officers there to do a good job. Because I remember when I had my BC visual and my parents did not go. <laughs> but given a piece of paper from the school, endorsements or approval, so that your parents sign it and pass back to the school. Correct. Yeah. I, I mean, like the, the, uh, the what call it? The permission, obviously, the yeah. consent is very, the very consent. important because, again, uh, we have to reiterate it over and over again. Children between the age of five to eleven, they are not compulsory to actually get vaccination, but we do encourage. We kita menggalakkan. Kita actually, you know, promote this because we want to get the whole nation to be. As uh, but to be vaccinated as as early and as quickly as we possibly can, right. and it's like you said, it has also been proven that people who have been vaccinated yeah. they show much uh, resistant in getting or should I say in in succumbing to the virus at the end of the day. True, true. But mark my, my, uh, my words, Mio. We we will have a lot of case, uh, legal cases against schools and governments uh, soon when the parents says that. Oh, I did not give my consent, and you actually took my 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 child, my children. You know, uh, there will be a lot. Of sama sama macam case yang mak tak bagi tapi bapa bawa juga tu lah. Is it the same yeah, like this yeah. one? Something like this. So I think we had, the medical officers, the school had to be very careful. Uh, get everything recorded just in case anything come up with this that's black and white. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and 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 making sure juga apa like the the government do when they deploy this, they do not uh you know. Like deter anyone else, making sure that not just schools, because you got your religious schools, you got your tafis, and then you got even orphanages, as you mentioned, offline. Uh, just oh, now, yes. making sure that all kids are all covered. I, I hope the med, uh, the uh, the medical officers, uh, the um, medical teams, to visit all the orphanage centers, and um, who will give the authority? I think the guidance will give the uh, in that case, uh, isn't it, Mio? If the yeah. orphanage. The guidance will give the permissions, right? Yeah, the guardians, uh, the ones who are responsible, lah. If not, uh, jabatan kebajikan masyarakat, whoever it is who's responsible for the children, would uh, give, um, you know, the consent. Pending, obviously, uh, should the child do not have any comorbidities, you know, like some, um, you know, some some medical conditions that they may have. Again, we don't know. Uh, it is very very important. Even like for 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 kids nowadays, if parents want to give consent, make make sure that. Your kid uh, is actually free from any other types of uh, diseases or sickness or whatever it is, making sure that they are in the pink of health. Because again, kadang-kadang benda-benda ni yang boleh terlepas pandang. People could actually just um, not not say purposely, tapi macam tak sengaja macam oh actually my son has this or my daughter has this, but I actually forgot. And then you give consent to be vaccinated, and then should something bad happens, then you complain about the vaccine. So you really need to make sure the condition yeah. of your children to be. Uh, in uh, the best uh, that they can, hopefully. Yes, and um, to to end on this topic as well, we we I just want to share with you, uh, Melvin, uh, the numbers because we always share numbers. Uh, you know, yeah. when I'm on radio, I would like to share with you the numbers of uh, population vaccinated of Malaysia right now. Talk about booster shots. We are at 55.2 percent of adults having taken their booster shots already, which means that out of the percent, which is good. I, I think Korea is the same. It's all in the uh, 50 uh, booster shots in South Korea. It's around mm-hmm. that region as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So what we're trying to say is that we do hope that these numbers still climb up because we have been getting daily booster shots of about 150,000 
uh, doses you know in a day. So we hope that the numbers do, uh, do go up. Lah. You have to be fast, those who have not done yet, because by 1st of March, I mean, KJ hmm. say, if you not get your booster shots, your certificate will be revoked. I thought that was only for the elderlies, uh, or does that apply to everyone? I, I why just elderly? Uh? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> why so discreet? <laughs> <laughs> Discrimination, mass standard. So basically, Malaysians, what we're trying to tell you that you have about okay in February we have 28 days, right? So you have 17 more days. Tujuh yeah, plus hari. Yeah, remember that uh, he said about one million seniors has not even get their booster shot yet. Yeah, exactly. Tujuh plus hari untuk dapatkan your booster shot so please go out if you guys don't have your certificates yet or should i say if you guys don't have your uh, appointments yet make sure that you can just walk into any pvp you can just walk in yeah walk mm-hmm. into the center do not walk into your doctor to get a, a fake certificate standby yeah mm, yeah exactly jangan fake certificate tak nak no no kita tak condone itu langsung. Okay, enough about vaccination, enough about this. Uh, now we want to talk about the magicalness and the wonderness of the Act Now mobile community right. app and what it can do for you and what it's supposed to do for you for you to become a much more responsible uh, citizen within your community. And this time around, we actually have a video to share with you guys before Melvin goes into what we are talking about here. Let's watch this video and find out apa kebenda sebenarnya. Yeah. Are we looking at cars getting ready to go for a race or what? They are lined up all nicely. Well, what is going on here, Melvin? Well, this is a report from... Um, uh, happens in M- around the uh, area of Selayang. It's uh, under the mm-hmm. uh, jurisdiction of MP Selayang. This reporter actually um, highlights, they say, a lot of cars parked along the roadside, mm-hmm. um, which is congesting the traffic. Okay. Um, well, uh, honestly, um, in the video, you don't see that there's heavy traffic, uh, but mm-hmm. there's a stress of cars back there. But uh, we being at now, we're in of fairness of also the interest of the users. Yes, we have made the reports and MP Sepang actually sends the enforcement officer there. Selayang, you mean? And Selayang, yeah. MP Selayang uh, sent the enforcement team and to investigate and they have issued a lot of notices to the cars that parked there. And, this is the uh, longest kind of issue actually because again we have <coughs> we we've declared this off air as well when we talk yeah, about places yeah. or actually areas which have high density of population especially when there's a lot of uh apartments a lot of flats a lot of um you know high rises you tend to see these types of behavior people parking at the side of the road because the fact remains that there's no parking space within that compound of where they live so where else can they park? Should they actually park their, their car at KL Central and just like take the train back home? They have so, yet to... Uh, Malaysia has yet to come up with the flying car. 
imagine eh kereta semua tergantung you're floating everywhere so like a bat like a bat hanging upside down you just see them and rocks okay hang your car <laughs> yeah but uh, again you know, i want to say yeah. yes we still have the process um uh, it is a highlight is to call the interest of the user and mp selayang enforcement unit did not stop there a week later they actually come back to monitor and also issue compound and one car which was not moved at all from the, for one week they actually seized the car wow okay talk That's about what they say they report that they say we gave them notice why you know so come back those cars a week later the steel car there they still issue compound but one part of the car did not move that the old notice was still there <laughs> so when they, they seized the car away they told the car away yeah. I mean, I mean, this is, I mean, like, it, it needs to be a bit of a give and take because you, you know, I mean, like, just to share with you, uh, how people actually do this in Australia, for instance, or even in the UK, or even in Germany, for that matter, in the uh, in the US as well, anywhere lah, basically, all of these uh, spots, they can actually park there as long as they don't park between 8 a.m. until 6 p.m. For instance, so from 6 yeah. p.m. onwards until 8 a.m. the next morning people are free to park there. So it, it, it gives the opportunity or it gives the chance for the house owners around the area to actually park their car once they come back from work. But as soon as the time hits 8 o'clock, that's when they need to release their yeah, car and go away your car. I think it's a good way of suggestions. I don't know whether our Majlis uh, in Malaysia practice that. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think... You know, Tans at now should propose this uh, to the Majlis. I mean, in those mm. high density, especially those uh, with condo flats apartments, Uh, mm. especially in uh, flats they do not give uh, doesn't come with a car park at all yeah and, and it will actually like kampung kerinci i think it's pantai dalam is it called pandan dalam uh, pantai dalam kampung kerinci damansara perdana bandar seri permaisuri you yeah. name it lah anywhere where that high rise lah so i think <laughs> okay in the evening uh fair you know those who are coming back from work let them but in the day the uh, a certain time They have to leave the place. Uh, how how is, how are we going to deal with weekends and holidays? Uh, weekend and holiday. Uh, weekend and holidays is open. It's free for all. Basically, you you can park there lah. As long as it's not parked on a weekday, uh, a working on a working time. day on the yeah. day on the daytime working day. Yeah, working that, hours. Uh, yeah, we, that that was the start that they implemented. But yeah, like you said, hopefully. Uh, you know the municipal councils can, can we actually... send a memorandum to all the majis KBKT. Yeah. There you go. All right. Expect uh, a letter from Act now, guys. MPSJ, MBPJ, MPI, DBKL, Putrajaya, whatever it is, lah. Semua 155 okay, is it just listen to our just view our program. You got the message. Yeah. That would be so much easier. <laughs> Melvin, thank you so much for accompanying me as all always right. together for this Friday's edition of Act Now Hot Issue What's for Lunch. We'll see us back again on Monday. Monday. Then, okay. All right. Take care, man. Thank you. Okay, you too. Have a good weekend. Bye. You too. Bye. All right, guys. That's it for now. Thank you, Melvin, uh, for for sharing uh, his time together with us in 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 yeah in coming up with whatever it is that we have just highlighted. One thing that we always want to share with you guys also is this YB Sahari. What is this all about? This is actually a brand new show that we're bringing to you from the 22nd of February onwards. If you guys want to know more about this show where it involves people who wants to make a difference within the community, make sure you guys check out our Facebook page, which is the Act Now Trooper. All the information is on the website. All right, that's it for now. 
cukup celoteh, cukup cakap. Mio Adlan dah lapar dah nak cari makan dah pula sekarang. Hopefully you guys have a great lunch ahead and have a great weekend upon as well. Signing out. See ya. Be safe. Stay cool. That's it guys for today's episode. Don't forget to watch us live on Facebook at Act Now Trooper English every Monday to Friday at 12pm or listen to our podcast on Spotify and iTunes. Stay tuned for the next episode. Bye!